Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 132. Thank you all for listening. Make sure wherever you're listening, make sure you rate, like, subscribe, five-star this podcast. We had a bunch of new listeners come in last week uh, or a few days ago. I'm assuming it's because we did a, I did a CNBC hit um, like 15 minutes of just talking on Tech Check. There was a great conversation. So a lot of new listeners, make sure wherever you're listening, you subscribe to the podcast because this week we have a lot of going on. New data in the market, lots of going on with inflation, economic calendar going crazy with a bunch of new data prints, um, earnings from companies, and just, of course, our normal daily stuff going on. We might hit question of the week. We might hit roundtable. You don't know yet. You have to stick around to find out. Thanks for listening to the show this week. All righty. As we sit here this morning, we are in the, you know, heavily in the green. Yesterday was heavily in the green. And today is like the day of bullish data. There's been so much bullish data that came out today. Um, we're talking equities only. We're talking markets, meaning bullish for the markets. So, of course, the first thing we saw was market mortgage rates climbed above 5% again, which uh, is a telltale sign that um, rates rate hikes are working and maybe it'll slow down this hot housing market. Um, and then, of course, obviously, unfortunately, you have jobless claims increasing um, after being re- revised lower. The applications climbed to 262,000. So, you know, that's talking about the labor market, which is super tight. We have, what, 3.5% unemployment, which is super low, lowest in, I think, decades since the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. And so that's telling us that um, maybe this tight labor market is easing a little bit. And then, of course, you have the producer price index numbers that came out. Um, and they were lower than consensus. The headline producer price index numbers were lower than consensus. So what's the producer price index? It's the um, opposite, obviously, of the CPI, the consumer. And look at the producer measures the change in prices of goods and sold by manufacturers. So, of course, you have the consumer side showing what's going on. Everything's more expensive. But producers are also producing stuff and selling these things. And everything for them has been got more expensive. But now we're showing that this year, in, for July... Year over year, it was 9.8% increase, which is still a lot big increase. Uh, the consensus was 10.4% increase. So people are thinking it's a sign of a peak. So now, you know, the market's been going heavily in the green because we're like, all right, we have all these data points that are showing that maybe we've peaked in, had peak inflation, and we are going to go the other way. Still doesn't mean like the economy and everything will be a lot better. It just means that at least we've hit peak inflation. But that's to be seen, I think we'll still see rate hikes at least to the end of this year um, and early, potentially early into 2023 as well. Uh, so that's the market update. Lots going on in the market, folks. Um, let's move to current events. Uh, first and foremost, Disney. Wow, Disney's crushed subscriber numbers. So Disney Plus grew pretty handily um, over the last you know, over the last quarter, it was, you know, revenue surged 70%, 70% from last year. Uh, they just had a big, big move. They went from 230 million and 200, uh, 260 million plus subscribers. And they said they're going to meet profitability on the Disney Plus side, but September 2024, a big help in that is they're going to increase prices. I think it's around 30% increase in their prices. Um, and if you look at the Walt Disney Company, which obviously has Hulu subscribers, has Disney Plus subscribers, has ESPN Plus subscribers, and I think one other smaller um, platform. They now have 
more subscribers in that ecosystem, that family of subscription platforms than Netflix. But look at Disney Plus versus Netflix alone. Netflix obviously still has more. So something to watch in that battle going on back and forth. Um, and it's it's something to be keep our eyes on. And it's not even tax season, but everyone's talking about the new bill. So the Senate approved an $80 billion in IR, bill in IRS funding with $45.6 billion for enforcement. Um, they're pretty much saying, all right, hey, one, no one can get in contact with us when they call. Two, <laughs> we're going to do a better job enforcing um, everyday Americans and how they pay taxes. So they're creating more money. They're funding this you know, initiative to be able to do a better job of tracking you know households and tax revenue like the government knows they need to increase taxes to bring down the deficit to bring down our debt to do different things and so taxes is going to be one of the big ways to get revenue for the government to be able to keep equilibrium on our budget uh because our budget is totally out of whack right now um so that's one of the things they're doing is probably going to see increased audits going to see a lot of different things president biden had talked about going after the ppp scammers uh, for those people that are out there doing that. So it's going to get tight on a lot of people, I'm assuming. Um, more news. Did you guys see that Serena Williams retired? Um, she's officially retired and hanging it up after the U.S. Open. So obviously with the most decorated, in my mind, I don't really watch tennis, but she's the most decorated tennis star athlete ever, men and women. Uh, she could be the most decorated one of the most she's got to be in the top five decorated athletes ever right you're looking at the lebron's jordan's tom brady serena williams who else you know really fits that mold gretzky you've got to put her in that top five um so she's retiring from tennis but of course she's doing so many things she has a venture fund with over 100 million in assets um deployed into founders um i think she has a couple other businesses obviously brand sponsorship so it's just a retirement from athletics and not a retirement from continuing the career off the, the the tennis clay, which I think it's going to be even better than she's potential to be do better off in the second half of her career than she did in the first, which is incredible if you think about it, because um, of what she's already accomplished on the hard clay. Is that a thing? Hard clay? Well, we make it a thing. Bills, bills, bills. Isn't that the Destiny Child song? Americans aren't the only ones struggling to pay rising utility bills. A third of Brits are expected to face poverty this winter as energy bills across the pond approach 430 a month. Holy 430 a month. That's crazy. Um, so they're saying that, hey, nearly a third of British households in the United Kingdom will face poverty because of the energy crisis that's going on over there. Um, that is kind of scary to think about. People just hit with this unexpected bill because they have less supply of energy and the demand's still there. Um, and they're going to be hit with raised prices. That's going to hurt the budget. Um, there's a January forecast that represents a 116 increase in energy bills from current levels. Imagine if your energy bill just increased 116%, folks. That's what's going on in the UK. So we have to pray for those people to make it out alive. Consumer confidence in the housing market hit its lowest level since 2011. Again, there's slowing down of confidence in the housing market. People are just waiting for that price come down, which is going to come down. Uh, it's going to be hit. I don't know how hard, but in the next six to eight months, you're going to see those prices come down a bit. Um, and so, yeah, there's less consumer confidence in there. Uh, just 17% surveyed in July said now is a good time to buy, down from 20% in June. 
And this is a monthly survey done by Fannie Mae. Even more telling, however, is that the share of sellers who think it's a good time to list their homes dropped to 67% from 76% two months prior. Um, so yes, things are turning in that area. Things are starting to turn in that area as we saw um, just there uh, not too long ago. So much more news in, in the market. Um, we're also seeing news in gaming. So the gaming industry actually had a slowdown. You saw um, NVIDIA, which is a big chip maker for uh, gaming streaming. They had a lot of, they lost a lot of revenue. They had less revenue year, uh, quarter over quarter, uh, in, year over year in the most recent quarter. Um, and they attributed a lot to their gaming sector of their business. And you're just seeing a lot of slowdown in the gaming sector. Um, what it's due to, maybe it was a pull pull forward in demand over the pandemic of 2021, 2020. Um, but we're seeing a slowdown in that sector. Uh, how long it'll last? We don't know. Discretionary item? Maybe it's a discretionary item for consumers. And they're changing their appetite as things change. That could very well be it as well. But there's something going on there to watch. Something going on there to watch. Well, folks, that is news for the day. Let's go on to our next segment. Hey, everyone. This is going to be a mashup of question of the week slash roundtable. So, you know, a lot of people make decisions based on wrong information. It's so interesting to see. Um, you know, again, you probably heard friends or saw people, or even I know people that when the market turned year to date earlier this year, people were like, oh, it's going to stop saving and investing just because that's what I should be doing. And when it's obviously the wrong thing, like it's hard to, th- it's crazy to think about when people were saying the world is ending, um, that the Dow Jones is now almost just 6% off year to date, meaning from the beginning of the year, it's only down around least 6%, which people have told you the world is ending three, four months ago. That's why, again, I don't, one, you have to be understanding where you're getting information from, and two, um, understanding how to understand sentiment in the market as well, because I think, um, you know, there's still more to be seen. We're going to raise rates uh, at least till 2022, through 2022, and I believe in 2023, I think they should, Fed should hold steady on that, um, because we're going to still, we still have inflationary pressures and still a lot going on in this market that needs to be eased a little bit. But I do think, you know, for younger investors, understanding what, you know, their budget telling them. It goes back to the budget. Again, what do you do in the budgetary situation? A lot of people in these situations are going to need more cash because prices have risen. There's accidents. There's different things that happen that hurt people's pockets. Um, so I've seen that across the board from people. But you want to make sure that you're thinking long-term because a lot of people forget that long-term perspective. Yes, a couple months of something doesn't really affect you know, something that's going to happen two, three decades down the line. That's that's clear as day. Um, but you don't want to get in the habit of chasing a prevailing thought or fear uh, versus, you know, what is should be done in a certain situation, um, especially for younger investors and savers, right? Like you want to think about that long-term perspective in any way you can, any way you can. Well, folks, in a personal news update, football is almost on its way back. Football is almost on its way back. I'm excited for that. That's going to be wonderful for us to be able to sit down and watch, maybe put a small few wagers on some games, all right? All right? Small few wagers on some games. Um, Never know. It's on its way back, and that's got to be exciting. So we're going to keep you updated 
on what's going on in the finance news and the business news. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe to this podcast. We've gotten so many new listeners. Share, like, subscribe. Let's keep this thing going. We'll talk next week.